0: Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Los Angeles friendos, join Going In Raw as we go live on stage with Wrestling With Regrets, Brian Zane, September 24th at the Nerdist Showroom in L.A. The link to tickets is in the description.
0: This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's
1: up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, <laughs>
0: Marie.
1: And you are going in raw. What's
0: up? It's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw.
1: Oh baby, I like it raw. Oh baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned into Going
0: In Raw right now.
1: How you doing? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, The only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Larson, we're at 182,000, like 350. Yeah, we right had now. a pretty
2: major jump this so week. So that's,
1: that's a huge cushion. And I know we announced earlier in the week that we're going to be doing our live stream today, our sub-party live stream However, unfortunately, uh, one of us is under the, the weather. It's this guy. Uh, and on top of that, we wanted to make kind of a big deal about our plans for this particular sub-party. Um, so right now, it looks like, because next week we're going to be gone. We're still going to be producing content. A lot yes. of really great stuff that we can't talk about right now. Yes. But when we get back, October 3rd, we have Interdimension Tension in the human year 2017, which is, of course, the big blow-off, the inter-brand WCW fun fun WGPW wrestling event. And then uh, that's on a Tuesday, two days after that. On October the 5th, we're going to have our big sub-party featuring gameplay for Virtual Pro Wrestling 64. This is a huge game in the history of Steven Larson because we have never played it. We were huge marks for the N64 games back in the day. Yes. WCW, World Tour, Revenge, No, uh, uh, no Mercy, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000. 2000. And this is sort of this, and then the sequel are sort of the missing links. So I bought this off eBay. It's like in pristine condition, too. I know.
2: It's like got the original packaging and everything. I got
1: the adapter for the N64. It's right there. We have not played it. We have not played this. We have not done it. All right? And so we are going to do this live, and if it doesn't work, we'll just hop on 2K17, or maybe we'll play
2: some World Tour. I don't we'll know. Play some No Mercy. No Mercy. There you go. Oh yeah, we'll tour. We'll do a basic tournament. Okay, yeah, in a while.
1: So you guys are going to either watch us succeed or watch us fail at getting this thing to work. I mean, honestly, it's a matter of popping around the N64 team if it works, and we're going to have subs as part of our live sub party. Yes. Very. I don't think very we've decided tried. where
2: we're getting subs from yet, have we? No, we haven't made that decision yet. We have not decided. I shouldn't make that decision now because I am starving. I am hungry. I did not bring lunch today. I don't have a car. Yeah. So I have to wait till I get home to have anything to eat. You were kind enough to let me eat one of your protein bars. Yeah, I to tide you over. Uh yeah, you're good. You're good to go. I mean me and my my blood sugar won't drop, so that's good. No, that is good. But it's not gonna satisfy the hunger that's that that's that's happening within me right now. Yeah, well I've got I've got a hunger
1: for some N sixty four uh, gameplay, the 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 freaking roster. In well, this we have to wait almost. We have to wait another couple huge. weeks for that, though. Yeah, I know. Well, we'll do it. We'll do it. Um, so, anyways, that's very exciting. We're gonna be hyping the crap out of that. We're trying to get a big audience for that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we're also on uh, Patreon, patreoncom Larson. We've got uh, 32 people watching right now, all making fun of my uh, voice problem, my vocal issues right now. They're yeah, calling. you're you're a bit under the weather. They're saying I'm Johnny Ace. Steve Power as opposed to Purple Power. People. People Power. Purple Power. What is Purple Power? What is that? That's I don't weird. know. Anyways. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyways. Uh, we're not here talking about all that, though, Larson. We're here to talk about...
2: 205 Live. NXT. 205 Live. That is correct. Once again, entertaining shows. Yeah. Um, let's start with 205 Live as we do... Yeah, let's. Um, the show kicked off with a match between Cedric Alexander versus Brian Kendrick. In the
1: dark, I do alone.
2: Um, so last week they were supposed to have a match. Uh, Jack Gallagher came out, interfered on behalf of Brian Kendrick, yeah, um, causing a disqualification victory Disqualify. for Cedric. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. week we finally got the one-on-one match between them. Right, good match.
1: Uh, yeah, no, it was a fantastic match. These guys don't put on bad matches. No. it's great. They don't put on bad matches.
2: Um, Cedric eventually wins with a roll-up, mm-hmm. and then uh, Cedric walks up the ramp. Kendrick starts talking to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cedric starts talking back. Mm-hmm. Kendrick starts making his way up the ramp. Gallagher attacks Cedric from behind. Yeah. A uh, pretty brutal, vicious beatdown yeah. culminating in a headbutt that Cedric sold really well. Yeah, no, it was it was good. I liked it a lot. I like this new vicious
1: Jack Gallagher. It wasn't huge on his interview later on, but we can talk about that in a bit mm-hmm. because I feel like he's like evil. He's like wearing his little dapper suit and everything. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna like because I'm kind of waiting to see what they do with his music if he's gonna like. No, come at the same music to a more foreboding.
2: Yeah, he's probably changing trunks too. Yeah. What? What's? What's not? Because he has like the 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 brightly colored stripes on, oh, yeah. on the brown
1: trunk. It should be like a Superman three thing. Yeah, where it's like you know muted mute, colors, just everything. It's like same but muted, muted or darker. Exactly, and then like you know the dun 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 da no, no no like
2: have that be like yeah like, backwards slow down. Menacing. He's just demonic. All of a sudden, he's exactly. Jack Gallar. this Titantron, they show you, close up of him and his, his eyes are red. <laughs> I know. he's imbued with satanic powers like now. Man. Put on that
1: Titantron, that picture of him as a clown. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they go backstage and he gives an interview, and I don't know. I just felt like I want more Anton Chigurh from him as opposed to like true motivation as to why he's evil. I mean, I like motivation. What did he say in this interview exactly? He said, um. He said, what was his motivation
2: for going bad? I don't remember. Yeah, so what was it wasn't. It couldn't have been very... Uh, what was it? Let's pop it on. Let's watch it real fast. I don't remember. I should have made a note of it. Usually I do. Somebody in chat on Patreon let us know what he said. Crap. Why are know. we both drawing... This is not a good look for us, Steve.
1: <laughs> I said I didn't like it, and I can't remember what it was. That's terrible.
2: He just <laughs> blocked it out entirely. Oh, J.T.
1: Hawley. Really? He
2: says he was tired of being the joke? That's not a very good motivation.
1: That's not a very good. Mo- if that's true, it's not. It's not. Uh, I mean, he
2: can do that and not turn heel. Yeah. He can just, like, stop being a parody of a British person. <laughs>
1: I don't know, man. Hopefully, somebody in chat will figure that out. Anyways, um, next up, we had a Drew Gulak promo. Oh, this was great. This was fantastic because he was talking about, you know, I'm not going to let the fashion police interrupt me this time.
2: Um, I you standing on the announce table. I
1: love that he's like in fully formed politician. Like there's no... And that, I think... Was this last week too? He got changed music. They changed the music. And, uh, I
2: think last week it was his old music.
1: Oh, was okay. They so. changed his music this week because oh. it's not the same as it was before. Um. Oh, okay. so Hossack says he didn't want to be the joke any longer, which means Kendrick got to him after a while. It's crappy motivation. <laughs> Alex C. says... He watched Bronson and realized that it was a way cooler gimmick than Gentleman. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Like full Bronson. Yeah. Shave the head, head. Keep the mustache. Yeah. Come out like those. Because he has those MMA kind of. Yeah. Org- yeah, yeah. He has this, the bare knuckle gloves. This taped up. But yeah. then like no shirt. He just walks around like that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. That would be awesome. Anyways. Um, yeah. No. Uh, Drew Gulak is great. Again. He continued on with
2: his. Yeah, he got through one more slide, which was no cell phone. No cell phone. Of course, everybody in the audience produced their cell phone like, and turned the light on.
1: I think they clip already use a flip phone, too. I know. Um, yeah, so yeah, they all did the, the light on their cell phone. Um,
2: he, he, he was getting
1: in anybody else's hands. I feel like this would have been one of those moments where people just were starting to sleep through.
2: He got the entire arena chanting uh, Tozawa's that's chant. That's right, yeah. And that's the what, entire yeah. arena.
1: And he brought up Tozawa's chant. He said no. He, he came said, out with a no
2: chanting sign. Right, right exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was good. And then he sat down uh, at the announced desk to uh, to commentate on Akira Tozawa's match against Noam Dar. Another
2: really good match.
1: And his commentary is great. Because he would just run down Vic, uh, Vic Joseph. It was fantastic. Nigel McGinnis is fantastic. Yeah, he's too. good. Nigel McGinnis is great. Because he's got this fool Drew Gulag standing on the announce table. And I look down at Nigel McGinnis. Like, mm-hmm. He's all like, oh, he's made it every wins. once while
2: he'd look over to Vic and look up at... <laughs> At Drew. Exactly. Like he wasn't just like sitting there reading his notes. Nigel McKinnon
1: seems like he's having such a good time
2: as heel commentator.
1: I feel like he's really found his voice. Like it was kinda touch and go there for a little bit, especially on NXT. But by the time he hit uh two oh five live, I thought he was really, really yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, well, so, yeah.
2: he's he he's kind of a subtle heel announcer. Right, exactly, yeah. He's yeah, not yeah. overtly yeah all the time heelish. No, he's he's so good though. He seems like he's having such a good time. I like they're letting Noam Dar do more of his submission based wrestling. Mm-hmm because he busted out some crazy submission moves on Tozawa last night. Or yeah, Tuesday no, night. That,
1: that was a really fun match, too.
2: Um, Tozawa picked up the win with a top rope senton. Fun match. Like, I, I like, like this view. Both the matches are really fun. Oh, last and
1: night. Uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Drew Gulak, he was running down uh, Titus Worldwide as well, so I'm glad that they're still sort of inserting that. Yeah. Given that Titus Worldwide has sort of taken a step back. Yeah, you know? ever since Tazawa lost the Cruiserweight title. Right, exactly. So... Um, Uh, Yeah, no, that was a really fun match. And uh, I like that they're putting uh, Drew Gulak and Akira Tozawa into
2: a thing. Yes.
1: I like that. Yes, me too. Next up, we had Rich Swann and TJ Perkins backstage. Uh, TJP, still kind of upset about that loss, but a bit more diplomatic about it. But he still wants one more match. Yeah, and so he says, hey, one more match. And Rich Swann says, I'm about to throw down with my buddy Lince Dorado. We had our time. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, like he got kind of <laughs> serious. I know, but I know. Let's just leave it at that. No more matches. Yeah, TJP. So we're we're several months that. we're
2: several months into uh, TJP's evolution mm-hmm. as a character, as a as a as a performer on mm-hmm. the microphone. And when you were pooping on his performance, I was like, give him time. He needs more reps.
1: Oh my. Why are you turning in this to uh, I was right, you were wrong because I
2: was right. Oh my goodness. I don't think you ever said give him time he needs more. That's rats. exactly what I said. Oh. I said I don't think he has enough experience on the mic, give him time. Fine, maybe you're right. I
1: do can't recall you saying that. So whatever. Why didn't you bust that? I've been I've been singing his praises for like a
2: two months now.
1: Why didn't you I, be, I bust I that out before
2: in my favor before I bust that out? Because
1: yeah, it's like they kick me when I'm down. I'm sick, I'm infirmed. So kick me now! My goodness gracious! This mood I'm in today. What, did I what did I ever do? Deal with What did I ever do? That's the that's the mood you're in. Kick Steve when he's down. Yeah, I have this idiot voice whenever I try to scream. I go like super high and weird, like I'm still going through
2: puberty. Anyways, anyways, uh, anyway, yeah. so that led to Rich Swan versus Lince Dorado. Except it didn't.
1: No, it didn't actually happen. They cut. So to, uh,
2: Rich Swan comes out to the ring. He's ready to, to to get the match started. They cut backstage, as you were saying, someone beat up Lince Dorado. <laughs> yeah, was it Cass? Or was it was it Lince Dorado beating up on himself again,
1: like Cass did? No, Who knows? no. Uh, it seems like it was probably T.J. Perkins. Yeah, probably because Rich Swan goes back to investigate and see what's going on with that. And he just, he literally had his head taken off with a freaking super yeah, kick Yeah, he was about to go
2: around the corner to go backstage, and he was met with a vicious super kick from TJP. Mm-hmm. Uh, TJP beats him up a little bit, pulls out a chunk of his hair. Yeah. Uh, and then takes him over to, like, the barricade area and drops him on it.
1: James Rodriguez here in, James Rodriguez here in chat makes the point. So Steve couldn't remember what happened on 205 Live two nights ago. How could he remember what Larson said three months ago? That's Larson's answer to everything, is wait and see. Wait and see. No, I want snap judgments, Larson. This is pro wrestling. Snap judgments.
2: No. Um, he also has a good... Even point. when I make snap judgments, I say, but I'll give it time it's to him play it. I
1: literally watched 205 Live yesterday. It wasn't even three nights. two nights ago. It was yesterday. Yeah, I watched 205 Live last night. <laughs> yeah, so you're worse than me in that, in that case, then. All right. Hey, uh,
2: the, the final segment of the show was not a wrestling match. It was Neville and Enzo face-to-face. Men, uh Sorry. Neville almost said Enzo. Enzo, Neville is a treasure. Neville is an Neville is an absolute, is an absolute treasure. treasure. Oh my goodness! That, the, the way he was like leading into Enzo, oh, it was great. him. It oh. was
1: fantastic. Look at And I love. Here's the thing, and and this is why I titled this episode of the podcast. Is Enzo has is is Enzo on two hundred five live? Has it worked? I I'm into this. Yeah. And, I'm, and and the great thing is. Enzo will say things, and Neville's work has been so solid that the crowd—the crowd has been checking wrestlers. The, the the crowd has been fact-checking wrestlers left and right these days. Enzo has been victim—not say victim, but he's been exposed to this because yeah. last night he said, um, or two nights ago, whatever it was. Uh, what was the thing that he said? Um, he said something that the crowd started like, "Oh no," because Neville said something along the lines of. Enzo was talking about like what he does bring to the table, which
2: is celebrity hanging out with the rappers, yeah, and the yeah, crowd yeah. was booing all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Neville brought up the fact that Enzo's not a good wrestler, and the crowd cheered that.
2: Yeah, well, and Neville brought up the fact that he didn't care about any of that stuff. Right, like, exactly. And the crowd
1: cheered the crap out of well, that. Well, in
2: the end, when Enzo kicked Neville in the in the man bit, yeah. the crowd
1: booed. The crowd booed that. I I love that entire thing, even even in terms of Enzo's work. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I really like this entire story they're putting around yes. Enzo. <laughs> because Neville is the heel, but in this case, he's totally the face. He's the heel that makes good points. Exactly. And that's the best kind of heel, evidently. Exactly. Like we've
2: seen that over and over again. It's the most enjoyable uh, heel to watch. Yeah. So let me ask you this. We already did our predictions video for No Mercy. You already made your prediction. the set in stone. We can't change it. Following the events of 205 Live last night, do you still feel confident in your pick?
1: Uh, yes, I do. I do. I mean, I understand the math involved. I know that Enzo stood tall. Uh, not just
2: that, just uh, Neville explicitly saying essentially, "I know all the tricks. It's not going to be enough." I just, dude, I
1: just, yeah, I, I do think that that's going to happen. Although, God, I honestly don't know where the crowd is. To be honest with you, I know where the crowd is. Enzo comes out, they pop. Neville starts talking, they pop. I know. So I, I don't know who they consider. I mean. If if I want to go if if it was me and I want to go with the story I am going to do the title change because I think with 205 Live you need a sense of urgency. I know they're able to draw these feuds out longer mm-hmm. but there seems to always be the the great thing about a lot of this 205 Live stuff is that they draw these feuds out but they're never they never seem to be resting on their laurels. During no, no, the never
2: they, yeah very I can only think of one feud that went way too long and mm-hmm. that was the the uh, love triangle. Yeah. You know, M. Dora, Cedric Alexander, Alicia Foxing. That went away too long, but it was never boring.
1: Yeah, it did. It did go on too long. I think there were a couple weeks when they did get repetitive. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we're bringing that up kind of illustrates that we didn't. We never really brought that up with any of the other feuds, I, know. I feel. I know. Um, and so this is the kind of thing where I think they're going to... I'm not sure how many more weeks we can get Enzo chasing the title. I'm not sure how realistic it is, because they they also made a really, really big point this week of emphasizing... Um, Cedric Alexander, you know, dispatching everybody with all those lumbar checks during the number one contendership yeah. match, and so I just don't know. I mean, if this was main main roster and like you know it was what we see with SmackDown lately with like just repetition, I would be more inclined to say, yeah, they're gonna or they would they would wait a while. But also, I think this.
2: when we were doing our predictions video yesterday, you 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 said to me that uh, uh, that I tend to think that. WWE will let feuds last longer than they typically do. Mm-hmm. Like I typically think, oh, maybe they'll actually extend a feud out and actually build it to yeah, a yeah, crescendo at yeah, yeah, yeah. some point. Whereas a lot of times they'll just say, all right, we're gonna do this. Let's mm-hmm. move on. Or we'll do this to get some some shock factor. Yeah. And then we'll, you know, undo what we did. A la Tazawa winning the cruiserweight title, which from all indications was done on Raw, just to to get some attention. hmm Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Are you so? Has your mind Have you drifted back to the 50-50 area in terms of you don't know, as opposed to yesterday when you were more No, I still feel like Neville will win. Yeah, okay.
2: They'll they'll draw this out another month. Yeah. That TLC, the home match. I think they have a a, a ladder match for the Cruiserweight title between Enzo and, and Neville. Oh, I don't know if they'd ever
1: go there. I mean, you want to extra expose how, like, not great Enzo is in the ring. No, I think, in a ladder you,
2: match? no I think if you do it in a ladder match, it, 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 it would require less from a technical standpoint from Enzo if he can just use weapons. That's a good point. And what better way to kind of even the odds if he can't cheat to win than just use weapons to win? My thing is this. I think also, now
1: that I think about it a little bit more, I think the go-home segment was so strong last oh, night. Oh, it was good, yeah that I think you would also it would it would almost necessitate some drastic change, which would be a title change. I mean if they just if they keep the status quo after that, how are they gonna follow up with an actual title change? Like how are they gonna build to that even like even stronger? It would depend
2: on the circumstances of Enzo losing. Yeah. You know, if Neville got himself DQ'd or out cheated (coughs) then Enzo could say, okay, well let's do a situation where there is no DQ. Yeah. Where you're or you can cheat all you want. Let's do a ladder match, no DQ match, a weapon to something, street fight.
1: Alex, he makes one here. He says, Tazawa Kendra came close to outstaying his welcome. I never felt it did. No, I never felt that at all. Simply because every week they would have a new lesson, and each of the lessons were distinct, and then you got to see Tazawa turn it yeah, back on him. there was symmetry him. to it. There was symmetry to it, exactly. Yeah. So I personally didn't feel like it, it did. But, um... But, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, th- they could. I mean, it's 205 Live, and I, I I really like, you know, you and I are both big fans of the writing on 205 Live. So I think they could have Neville retain and continue to keep it interesting. I just really want to see the flip of this now. I think Neville has sort of reached the peak of mocking Enzo and what he can't do in the ring.
2: And no, I think if Enzo beats oh, – sorry, I think if Neville beats Enzo by using Enzo's tricks <clears> – <throat> That's just, Neville will say, okay, you, you obviously can't beat me if we just wrestle, and then he can't even beat you when you cheat. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. That's maybe. kicking it up another notch. <laughs> maybe. And so Enzo would have to kick it up another notch by saying, all right, weapons, ladders, tables, chairs, all that. Yeah. And that would totally disguise Enzo's deficiencies as a wrestler. Yeah. And he can win and be a, a lot more believable, I feel like.
1: There you go. That's a solid point today. Um, so,
2: yeah. In, in any event, I do, I, I really
1: think, like, you and I are both scared about... Anzo showing up on 205 Live in terms of him stealing a spotlight from other wrestlers.
2: Um, no, they, they, they've used his lack of wrestling ability as, as, for storyline purposes, and it's worked really well. Yeah, I think it has. And I
1: think, I think he generates a very interesting crowd reaction mm-hmm. where, you know, you hear that music, and you, you inherit, it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of like when Dolph does his silly thing on SmackDown. You know, you hear DX music, you instantly pop that's just Pavlovian at that yeah, point. You know, yeah. it's like you, everybody knows, everybody completely understands that Dolph Ziggler is about to come out because he literally has been doing this and he said he's going to do it. And there's no reason to believe that Triple H and Shawn Michaels are going to come out, but you hear that music and you pop regardless of the
2: music. <laughs> well, I think with Enzo, it's like people like his, his, his opening mm-hmm. promo thing when he comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows the words, Everybody can yeah. play along with them. And it's, it's a communal experience people get into, but then we starts dropping promos yeah. that are different. Yeah.
1: I don't don't think it garners
2: the same. I really
1: wonder. I have I have no idea. Till this day, I still like to know who the hell writes 205 Live. I know. And when they found out that they were going to get Enzo, were they geeked because this has worked out really well? You have the perfect counter to Neville. Or were they like initially like, oh man, that sucks? Or I I have no idea. I'd I'd love to know. Yeah, me too. So, anyways. Uh, let's see, here. are moving on to NXT. Yeah. Oh, that's where my heart is. I freaking love NXT so much. And this week I've got a couple of, uh, I, I have some visual, uh... Oh, yeah. I saw you
2: do something over here. I was, do,
1: I was dicking around over there. I, I'm using the new the Elgato Stream Deck to add visual Production value. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, the show kicked off with a match between Johnny Gargano and Tino Sabatelli, of course, last week or two weeks ago, uh... Johnny Gargano took on Riddick Moss,
1: yeah. beat him. <laughs> um, uh, when was the uh, the Oh yeah, so was this? They did the interview, They showed the interview from yeah, last week,
2: right after Riddick Moss's match against Johnny Gargano. Right, exactly. They did that right before the the match. Yeah, theater, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? I loved how blown up Riddick Moss was. Well, he just
2: finished the match. He was <laughs> so, and he kept. Up <laughs> <laughs> well, then in the interviewer, I can't remember who it was, said, "Oh, you came up short." And he said, "Short." The only thing short is Johnny Gargano.
1: The only thing short (laughs) is. They're so bad. They are so terrible, Tino and Riddick. And it's not that. Here's the thing Tino's been in developmental how long? Like 18 years now? Uh, Four years? It's been a while. I was actually surprised with his match with Johnny Gargano. He can put on an actual wrestling match now.
2: Yeah, the transition into the Gargano escape though was a little rough. Yeah, I know. Johnny had to make sure the arm was in the right place. Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> he can't have everything. I mean, we, you know, wasn't wasn't Tino or Riddick like the one responsible for Shinsuke getting
2: hurt and like that? Like way back
1: when Shinsuke oh, no, he uh, got injured.
2: No, Riddick Moss the uh, the. Uh, did a move on Hitomi that got him hurt? Was it Hitomi? Yeah, I
1: swear. I swear. What was the Shinsuke thing then? I don't think Shinsuke was ever hurt in NXT. He got injured in NXT. Yeah, he did.
2: When? Oh, I don't know. During his run, at some point, he was injured. Mm, I kind of remember that. Mm. All right, but uh, Moss was involved in one of uh, Hitomi's injuries. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I think it was. I think it was a deal. Um So, anyways,
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I just laugh at that. I love, I love laughing at Riddick Moss and, and Tino. I don't know, I here's the problem is here's the problem with Tino Sabatelli. I think mean, he's probably a great heel. Like if he goes to Maine, like they can be
2: what what's their ceiling?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that look on your face is their ceiling.
2: <laughs> I mean part of the thing with Tino though is is I think he's already in his mid to late thirties. <laughs> Yeah, and like Nakamura and AJ, you know they have yeah they've been wrestling for fifteen twenty years, but they've done a lot. Yeah, and if Tino's already that old and has only been wrestling for three years, yeah, that's a lot of ground to make up. Let me ask him why haven't they given him a better gimmick? I Maybe mean, it's this what he feels comfortable doing.
1: So. Yeah, the, the I mean at least get rid of the Superman shield with the T and the S. I know thing. they were
2: talking about who, how he showed up at Full Sail in a. Maserati Yeah And all that kind of stuff So they're focusing on the fact That he's already wealthy Well I know But I mean come on It's not doing anything He's got that cheesy hair Well he, they're also not on TV enough To really make a consistent impression One way or the other
1: Oh okay So Gustavo says Riddick Moss injured a Tommy While a Tommy was tagging with Shinsuke Maybe
2: that's what you're thinking of I mean here's the
1: thing I'd like to say That I don't like them But
2: you know I'm going to like the, the promo that Riddick Moss did Here in town was good Yeah it was good It was entertaining It was fine they're just so cheesy. They're so cheesy. Uh, give them time. they, maybe they just need give more reps. Give them
1: time? How much more time do they need? Maybe they just need more reps. Hey, you never know. Six months from now, I might be a huge fan. I like seeing them because it's funny. His hair is so cheeseball.
2: He's so cheeseball. Who, Riddick Moss? No, Tino. Oh. He's, even his name is so cheesy. Riddick Moss needs new hair. <laughs> I was trying to find out how old Riddick Moss was. Uh, can't find out. Can't figure it out? No. Ageless. Anyways, I mean,
1: Gargano looks like a million bucks, though. His abs are. Oh, my God. He's in phenomenal shape. That guy's fantastic.
2: Oh, he, uh, Riddick Moss is 28. Okay, so
1: he's like, what, 15 years, uh, younger than Tino? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, uh, Tino tapped out, thank goodness, to Gargano.
2: No, Tino's only 34. I thought he was older than that. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So cheesy. Anyways. Uh, next up we had William Regal in his office. Roderick, he was Strong. Telling
2: a story to he was somebody on a camera. Great story about a wig. Yeah. Some
1: sort of wig. His wig came right off.
2: And he was oh. interrupted by Roderick Strong.
1: Hello Roderick, how are you doing? And Roderick says, Mr. Engel, I want a match. I told Drew McIntyre after Bobby Roode I would come after his title and I want to do that. Oh very well, Roderick Strong. You've done everything everybody's asked you to do. Fine. Two weeks from now, you get Drew McIntyre. That's the first time I, NXT. Went. I think that's
2: verbatim. him. You're, also, you're paying attention to that
1: segment. I was, man. Hey, I pay, I pay ridiculous attention to detail when it comes to NXT. Yeah. Ridiculous attention to detail.
2: So, yeah, in two weeks, we're going to get Roderick Strong versus Drew McIntyre for the mm. NXT title. Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Next.
1: So, uh, they were talking about... Uh, oh, no, let me ask this. What? It, uh, that's that's going to be a swerve, right? That's I, gotta be. I have not looked at the spoilers. I mean, yeah, it's happened. You I've, can look and see what happened. I don't, I don't want to... I like that, we've got to talk about it, man. I don't want to look at spoilers. I know it's happened. That's boring, though. You think Roderick Strong, he's got to be part of
2: the, the Wing of Honor, right? Undisputed yeah. era. I'm not sure if it's called undis- just the Undisputed or the Undisputed Era. I think everybody's saying it's called the Undisputed Era. Regardless, it's a terrible name. Yeah. It's an awful name. I mean, I saw the result of their match, but I don't know any details about it. So I probably shouldn't comment. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't do that then. I'm, I am i don't know. Stop
1: looking at stuff. Stop looking I'm, at
2: spoilers. That's What's none of your business if I look at spoilers or not. Maybe I want to. It
1: kind of is my business because then I can't. I don't know what to is talk your about business.
2: It's your business mm-hmm. if, I, if I spoil things for you, but I
1: don't. Well, if you can't talk about it openly and speculate openly with a clear mind, not clouded by spoilers, yeah, you're playing with my money. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You'll get over it. Probably.
2: already over Next, they were talking about the uh, the, <laughs> the lack of NXT Women's Champion since Oscar vacated the belt. And so, uh, Sonya Deville did a promo, um, more or less saying that she's going to be the next champion. I don't think she is. Um, no. How do you repackage
1: her? You have to. You have. It was just announced, like, officially that, uh, what's her face, Shayna Baszler. Yeah, Basler. Basler. She signed... Therefore, Sonya Deville. God, I can I can see it in her eyes too.
2: How about this? They have a match. This my like, gimmick.
1: I am in the wrong. Yeah, I know, but Shane is gonna go over. Yeah. So we're still in the same. Maybe uh, Sonya uh, needs another Sony gimmick.
2: Deville. I think Deville is like a car thing. She's a car enthusiast. Like a fifties car. Yeah. The yeah, old old Deville. So you know how like Lacey Evans gimmick is like a uh, forties uh, pinup. Yeah,
1: forties propaganda pinup.
2: Yeah. So yeah. then Sonya Deville can be like fifties. Uh, um, woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 50s woman? Yeah.
2: You're going yeah. down a dangerous car path there. No, I mean like in terms of just the, the, the aesthetic. Like a 50s housewife type thing? No, not necessarily. I mean, she's yeah. a car enthusiast. Oh,
1: a car enthusiast from the, a female car enthusiast, enthusiast from the 50s. 50s. That's, a, that's a mouthful right there. It really is. So she come out kind of
2: like, uh, like she can have the leather jacket. Yeah. The white t-shirt, the okay, jeans. yeah. Something like that. Okay. I don't know. A leather no jacket,
1: a white. Okay, it's
2: not a good idea. What about a beatnik. Can we just say? Can we
1: just be a beatnik? Or well,
2: beatniks, car enthusiasts,
1: motorcycle enthusiasts. For the same thing. Didn't they. Deville? The motorcycle
2: did, is like a symbol of do we freedom of the open road. We know that Deville was a was a car. Yeah.
1: Deville. Car. It is. Yeah, Cadillac Deville. Ooh, Cadillac Deville series production from 1958. <clears throat> they still make those?
2: Yeah. Oh, wait. No, yeah, that's in 2005. 2005. Okay. So that's the first thing in my head. It's terrible, but no, do
1: you it's have anything good. better?
2: No, it's not good. Deville. Do you have anything better?
1: Change her name to... Change her. How about this? To this is an even
2: better idea? You ever see the movie Red Sonja with Brigitte Nielsen? Oh, that's a better idea. Oh, that's a way better idea. Yeah, that's Reg-sonia. actually a really good idea. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. That's good. And have Arnold Walker down the ring at hey. a major show. Hey, listen over. to you. Look at this. There thing. you go. Look
1: at this beauty right here. I redeem myself. Yeah. She's the best. Say no to gerrymandering. <laughs> Arnold, I love Arnold.
0: <coughs>
1: <coughs> anyway. Anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, next up, we had Lacey Evans. <laughs> Alexi says die half her hair white and become Cruella De Vil. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> Uh, how about this she's a movie director Sonia DeMille oh there you go there you go (laughs) how about this she like gets into like (laughs) how about this remember John Lovitz on uh, on Saturday Night Live when he played the devil yeah how about Sonia Devil (laughs) but she has like that cheesy like like a devil costume yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) like a plastic pitchfork oh my goodness Oh man! Go to the same Halloween store. Evil bought his. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, the dollar store. Sonia Devil.
2: (laughs) Next, we had a match between Lacey Evans and Bianca Belair.
1: Bianca Belair cracks me up because number one, she's amazing. Yeah, she's great. But number two, what was the look of joy on her face after she whipped Lacey Evans with her her hair? hair. Very
2: understated, still.
1: I know, but it looked like she wanted to laugh. I don't know if she realized that that thing was going to crack the way it did.
2: They put a bunch of uh, like beads in it, and that's why it cracked so much.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. I noticed
2: that during the Million on Classic. Well done. At, on, the, right. on, the, on the side that's facing outward, there's a bunch of beads, especially toward mm-hmm. the top. So when she hits on with it, the beads hit together, creating that sound. Wow. Sort of yeah. like when you kick somebody, the sound you hear isn't the kick. It's people slapping their leg. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I knew that. I just didn't know like, how she... Because I was going to look to see
1: if like, she slapped her leg when she did the whip. Okay. No, I was just looking. There's a bunch of little
2: beads in her hair. All right. Anyway,
1: she beaded the crap out of uh, Lacey Evans. Oh, I know.
2: It's a good match,
1: though. So I like Lacey yeah, Evans. It's
2: Both it's of great. them are really good. Lacey yeah. Evans had a really good match in the May Young Classic, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Bianca Belair picked up the win with a reverse powerbomb. The she Big is. Show's old finisher. I'm not, a hu- I'm
1: not huge on that. I do not like that move at all because it makes you, it makes you look like your opponent's, like, going to land on you. Yeah, you know, no. Like, you just pick him up and powerbomb and do that. I don't like that. You need something better than that. Yeah. Because then you're facing away from the camera. Like, you, you cam- you're on the camera doing powerbomb, and then you're just sort of facing away. I don't like any of that. Yeah, I don't either. I, I love that uh, friggin' hair stuff, though. That's great. Uh, next up, finally, after months, Alistair Black's going to say his um, second going to give a second break because he actually gave a promo on their Instagram account mm-hmm. where he's like, all right, you had to find a blank. Um, so, Alistair Black comes out. Did you notice? Again, every detail. He's coming up on his thing. Looks like he almost fell off this time. Oh, I
2: didn't notice he that. He's
1: sort of like, I think he jumped the gun a little bit on getting off. Uh, and so he was like, oh, like that. One time I'd like to see him just fall off on yeah. accident. Anyways. Uh, He came out in a dapper-looking suit. Yeah. Black shirt, Uh, very dark gray suit. Mm -hmm. You would have preferred uh, track pants. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been good. Blue. Like an 80s hip-hop type thing?
2: Yeah, exactly. That would have been good, too. Yeah. Like the little little hat deal? All that.
1: I I said earlier in the pre-show for the patrons, I wanted a bomber bomb gimmick. Yeah, that's good, too. Like, that's his civilian gear. Mm -hmm. Like, he's all super goth guy when he comes out to fight, when he's going to make some noise on the mic... He comes out in like a polo tennis, tennis shirt, yeah, collared really shirt. short tennis short shorts, shorts, long socks, long socks with stripes, some old school Adidas. Well, I like Pumas. I say Pumas. Okay. And then...
2: I, I just bet. said Adidas because people actually played
1: tennis at Adidas. Yeah. No tennis racket, though. That's the Jim Cornette thing. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so
2: he hits the ring, takes off his, his sports coat. Rolls up his sleeves, mm-hmm. starts talking. Yeah. He said he's traveled the world. For I love 15 his years. I love this promo. Went all over the place. Got all his experience. He brings all this experience to NXT, and, and he, that he explains that's what all his tattoos are about. Mm-hmm, yeah. Or his scars, as he put them.
1: Yeah, he calls them scars. I love that. I thought it was great. I it was fantastic. Because it seems like the kind of guy that like you sort of get to know a little bit. And you always think that he's, like, way cooler than you. But it's like, you're like, doesn't this guy ever fart or, like, mm-hmm. make a crap? Like, mm-hmm. what does he look like when he's wiping his butt? Because every, like, dude, no matter how cool you are, you can be the coolest dude in the world. Everybody wipes their butt. Everybody still poops, you know? <laughs> so everybody has human moments no matter how cool you are. Yeah. This is one of those guys where it's like, man, I know you're kind of at least 10% full of crap, mm-hmm. you know? But he's still really cool. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, so he was he was doing his thing, and then the Velveteen Dream comes down. Yes, and seemingly tries to have sex with Alistair Black. <laughs> well, he gets in his face. This of, was fantastic. It was really this good. This was like this was top five segments in wrestling of the year. Yeah, it was really good. This was great, partially because of the crowd reaction. Well, to the end, yeah. At, at the end, when he was about to have sex on him, it was well, great. Well,
2: because Alistair's sitting in his in his in his cross leg pose sitting there after he kicks the mic out of uh, Velveteen Dream's hand
1: no, don't, that's not a throwaway statement right there. No, it's not. The precision I know. with which that dude dropped his black mask on Velveteen Dream's hand to kick the mic out of his hand. Because Velveteen Dream was doing all this stuff about...
2: Saying that he was... He, it's like uh, Aleister Black was consumed by darkness, but he couldn't handle the light of yeah, Velveteen Dream. you need
1: to feel or something like that. Yeah. So um, I thought it was fantastic. It was really good. Really good. Aleister Black got tired of his talking. Black masked his hand and did the sit down thing. And then Velveteen Dream who had like been you know, he'd sort of was he shocked. Was, he
2: was like nursing his hand. Yeah. It hurt. And then uh, he kinda got down his knees and got right in Alistair Black's he face. Slithered to him. No, it was like one sudden moment. Yeah. Right, movement right to him. Yeah. Had a little bit a little brief stare down and then did the slither back out of the ring.
1: The like the one motion with which he went up to him Looked like they were about to lock lips. Looked like he was about to plant a big juicy kiss on Alistair Black's lips. And the,
2: you, you, you called it correctly.
1: I have never seen, I have never heard a gasp slash pop like
2: I saw. There were people getting out of their seats and clapping. They were, I know. It was
1: impressive. It was like, oh my God, we almost just saw something really, really crazy here. It was, I mean, we did, but like everybody thought it was going to go just that further step. That would have been absolutely insane, mm-hmm. but you know they played it the way they did. It was absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was so perfect.
2: And then yeah, uh, the leathers out of the ring, like crawled backwards out of the ring. Yeah, it was great.
1: That was fantastic. Um, and I read up a little bit, so like just because of, like the Leo Rush debut, I read up a little bit about the spoilers about this kind of thing, and it's just it it, it sounds really really cool. I, I like. I'll put it this way. It sounds like they're going to be booking Dream pretty strong. Yeah. And that excites the crap yeah, out can. of me because I honestly didn't think that was going to happen. It, it's been <laughs> it's been so superficially, this sort of Prince gimmick. Yeah. And I think this is going to give it some actual depth. Oh, I hope so. Which is what it needs to have a higher ceiling. Yes. And that's going to be really fun. I
2: mean, it's sort of like, and I don't really necessarily want to compare the characters, but with No Way Jose, he came out and and he was just the Fiesta party guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for a little bit and as she with Austin Aries, they added some dimension to it. Yeah, I know. I know. But then they dropped it more or less. They never yeah. really built upon that. And hopefully with Velveteen Dream, they'll build upon right. it. Right. right. I hope so. Um, next, a kind of uh, awkward, out of nowhere, Dakota Kai promo. Yeah. She hasn't really she hasn't been in NXT really at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, and then she was saying that <coughs> she wants to be the next NXT Women's Champion, but since she lost the Mae Young Classic, it doesn't feel like that she should even be in the, in the running in for that. I don't think she should be in the running for that.
1: It should be, so I, I guess, that like, so I read a little bit of spoilers. They're going to have, like, a series of triple threat matches? There's
2: or? two triple threat matches, I believe. Okay,
1: and then the two winners of those are going to go on to face Kyrie Sane. And then
2: there's one other person that's going to be involved, too. Okay. it's a four-way, a fatal four-way. It's going to be a fatal four-way. Yeah, okay. Takeover, yeah.
1: All right, I really, it, it should not be, number one, if it's anybody from Mae Young Classic, it should obviously be Shayna Baszler. Yeah, But that's not going to happen. No. Shouldn't be anybody else with the main Classic. Though. No,
2: no, I agree. Yeah. No, so. That should be one of the prizes for winning the yeah. tournament is exactly. being involved in that match. Yeah. If you did not win the tournament, you cannot yeah. not be in that match. Exactly. Unless you're Candice LeRae.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I know, but I'm trying to find a way around, there, a way to get that happening. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be you oh, say? I'm the captain of Team Kick. I didn't know I any of that, team that meant. Team what? Kick. Kick. What? Kick. Oh, kick, kick, team kick, kick. Yeah, it was really awkward. I feel like, I don't know, <laughs> it's like it's like she just witnessed somebody throw up and then they pushed her on camera. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Okay, go over on camera. Oh, boy, that was disgusting. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Dakota Kai. <laughs> oh, man, this is great. Next
2: up, we had, um, wait, did you put something on the screen? What's that? Did you put something up there? I no. a button.
1: I pressed a button because I it. About
2: to, press it again. Press the button again. Press what button? Oh, you just, just to to go this, this way. way. Okay, gotcha. Way. I understand. Same All right, continue. All right. So, anyways, next up, we had um, No Way Jose versus Lars Sullivan.
1: Lars Sullivan is quickly becoming the going in raw wrestler of the yeah. year. Yeah. And and I've got two examples of why I'm going to show them on the screen. For those of you listening at home, we'll describe what we're seeing. Um, this is this is the little promo still they put up because it's coming up next. Here's that. No way Jose is firmly looking at the camera. Yeah. Why is Lars Sullivan looking in two different places? The camera in one eye and off camera with the other eye. How is that even possible? I feel
2: like he's looking through the camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is that face? What are those eyes? Where are they looking? Because it doesn't look like it's the camera, but then one of them kind of is. And if no way Jose is looking at the camera, why isn't he looking at the I camera?
2: Feel like Lars Sullivan is looking at whoever's uh, behind the camera.
1: He's, like, waiting for some direction from and that sense, guy. And since
2: the camera's kind of at not a, a, a head-on angle, yeah. it looks like one eye is looking at camera, <laughs> the camera the other one's not. He actually has both eyes fixed on the guy who's behind the camera oh, who's man. slightly not in line with the lens.
1: Uh, JT says, it was the second photo they took right after <laughs> to the bright flash. <laughs> Jack Nolan says, Lars Sullivan looks like my messed-up character from <laughs> the Oh, man. Here's the second thing I love about Lars Sullivan. When he comes out, when he walks out, his music starts playing. His titan goes out with his big name on it. He walks out, and immediately he turns away from the camera and bends over. <laughs> he just points his ass at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's the first thing he does. Yeah, that's good. What the hell is that? That's amazing. He's, he's
2: marking his territory,
1: <laughs>
2: saying this is my NXT now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh god. And then he's just like, dude. He reminds. I've said this before, but you remember that scene? Remember, sorry, Jacob. You remember that scene in the in the Nick? when the the big burly Irish character mm-hmm. was trying to win, was trying to manage the, their pro, like, pro yeah, wrestlers yeah, yeah, from yeah, back yeah, in yeah, 1901 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he loaded up that one dude with some tranks. Or not some tranks, some like... Uppers. Uppers, yeah. 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 And he, and he sent him out right there, there. Yeah. and the guy won, and then immediately dropped dead. Lars yeah. Sullivan looks like a product from 1901. Yeah, he does. And it's great. I love every damn second of it. It's amazing, and he destroyed No Way Jose. It was so much fun. (laughs) I love him so
2: much. I I, I, love him. I am am ready right now to declare I'm going into Raw Wrestler. I think you really should be. Uh, Easily top three.
1: He comes down. (laughs) What the? Look at that butt. Great.
2: Oh, it's fantastic. So, yeah, he destroyed No Way Jose. Oh, mountain. yeah. No Way Jose. Yeah, top rope <laughs> diving headbutt and then his finisher.
1: You're done. You are done. Anyways, next up we had the uh, main event. Mustache Mountain. Can't say enough about Mustache Mountain. Oh, they're mountain. fantastic. Trent Seven is my spirit animal, man. I swear. He is. If I could just grow a magnificent beard, I, I would tell. And he's got great hair, too, man. Yeah, he does. He he's really like, a, he's a old haircut. too. He's like, my, he's like just a couple years younger than oh, That's good he's, hair, though. It's amazing hair. It's fantastic hair. And he comes out. Does it slow he does this, he does roll into the ring? slow roll into the ring? Oh, it's amazing. charisma all charisma. It, it is. That body is fantastic, too. God, I love that body. It's amazing. Because essentially, it's what I look at in the mirror. It's fantastic. Oh, I love it. Anyways, they were taking on Redragon. Yeah. With uh, uh, manager Adam Cole, apparently. Yeah. Like, the dude can talk like nobody else. Why yeah, why has right?
2: he not dropped the promo in a, yeah. his month on, oh, yeah, the, on, the, on the roster? Say,
1: it's us. What's we do it now.
2: It's our NXT. What's we do
1: it now. Un- right.
2: Undisputed, baby.
1: We do this now. They don't give him a mic.
2: I know. Give him a mic. Give him a mic, man. Let him talk. We need to hear uh, their manifesto. What they're there to do. Tell me about it. What the heck? That's what we need. Absolutely. Um, this is a really fun match, though. Uh, oh, this is a blast.
1: It was an absolute
2: blast of a match. We saw we saw Trent Seven Rainmaker. Yes, we did. Seven Star oh, I love those. I love those. Trent was in the in the in the ring a lot, getting beat up. Mm-hmm. Um, got a hot tag to Tyler Bate. Right. Um, uh, Kyle O'Reilly managed to reverse a Tyler Driver into a guillotine. That was cool. That was rad. That was cool. That was really cool. Redragon hit like some combo move of a kick and a suplex. This was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, O'Reilly gets on top of Bate for the cover. Just like literally like Tyler Bates' toe, to toe, the length of his toe, gets on the rope.
1: How do these guys do that stuff? How, are you, how do you know exactly where you are in the ring to the degree that you, within a toe's degree,
2: Because you've been in the ring a lot?
1: He's only 21. He I'm
2: sure, you think he hasn't been in the ring? Or 20. He's 20. I guarantee he's been in that ring consistently for the last eight years. He probably started training me super young. Like 12 years old. You're probably Maybe. right about that. I know. That's crazy. Uh, at one point, Adam Cole, baby, uh, pulls Tyler Bates off the apron, super kicks him. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was fantastic um Reed dragon hit total elimination which i guess is their finisher too mm-hmm. um, bobby fish picks up the pin on Trent 7 mm-hmm. Redragon wins they yeah. will dragon again they will dragon again so uh they're in the ring celebrating posing drew mcintyre music hits he comes out he's wearing like normal clothes jeans shoes mm-hmm. no shirt and he's
1: growing out his body hair. oh my gosh it's fantastic wow i love when they do that man remember that weird short spell i think it was like one of Triple H's, like, one of the few men. Oh, yeah, 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 when he had chest hair. Yeah. It's crazy. You know the one person I didn't like chest hair on? CM Punk? It was so weird. Yeah. He had really thick chest hair, and then his nipples, for some reason, when they, they looked normal when he shaved his chest hair, but they really, they looked like giant hunks of meat. I wouldn't think
2: his chest hair would work with all his tats on his chest. Yeah. It'd be weird. Yeah, it's all weird, man. It's all weird. But yeah, Drew McIntyre, awesome. Oh, his wow. chest hair, it's like, I think it
1: got me pregnant. Just yeah, me too. At him. me too. I stared at him, I was like... I'm now a child, man. With Drew,
2: child. So <laughs> he comes in the ring, yeah. undisputed leaves, undisputed era. Whatever. Well, yeah, called. of course.
1: Because Adam Cole's like, you're going to take on all three of us, and I'm sitting there like,
2: yeah, he'd probably eat yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, probably eat you alive, man. Probably because you're so tiny. So they they get out of the ring. They're standing back by one of the curtains. Sandy jumps them from behind. Yeah. They all start brawling. Mm-hmm. Um, right as they're talking trash with Drew. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, how did the episode end? It was just Reed Dragon and Adam Cole kind of, uh, they last the scene it. and they were like mocking
1: still for some reason. And I think the last shot was, uh, Drew on like the turnbuckle and oh, the yeah. Sanity sort of below him, yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. raising their titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I imagine they're probably going to load up with, uh, uh, Roddy and Donovan. That's my guess. That's my guess. But I don't know. Fascinated. Get Adam calling that mic, baby. I know. That
2: should have happened already. It really should. It really should have. Yeah. Let's take some questions, Steve. Let's answer some. Let's answer some questions. Son of a farmer, Mitchell Elam. Hey, friendos. Patrick Clark is fantastic, and the Velveteen Dream character is very open. But what if he became the prince counterpart to Bray Wyatt, and he changed people every time he got into feud with them? Do you think the character has a higher, oh, a higher like ceiling than middle lower card heel? I think if they continue to book him in
1: this manner, from what I've kind of gathered from from spoilers a little bit. Um, I thought you oh. didn't read spoilers. I think it's possible. Well, so you can't, like, you know, uh, Leo Rush debuts. Okay, well, let me see what happened there. Hmm. And then they get a spoiler. Um, so um, I think I think it's possible. I think Patrick Clark is massively talented. Yeah. So I think as long as
2: you've got like a really strong talent behind the gimmick, you've got a really good shot. So long, I, I think as long as he has a good sense of who his character is and he's given some material to work with. I will say this,
1: though. Of all the talent in NXT, of everybody in NXT, the one guy that has the biggest shot at being horribly bungled on main roster is the Velveteen Dream. They would have zero idea to handle that type of character? Mm-hmm. They really would. I mean, he would. You would really risk running into some stereotype type stuff. It, it could get ugly. Mm-hmm. It really could. So,
2: anyways, I, I hope for the best, though. I really do. Yeah, me too. Legit Haas Tony Coyote. Do you think, with the way the Villatine Dream acted last night in NXT, he could be the next Gold Dust?
1: I think that's a possibility. I think it's a good comparison.
2: Yeah, those types
1: of characters. Yeah. Again. I'm not optimistic about his chances on main rosters. Because they don't have a great track record no, with
2: don't. subtlety. No. With layers. That guy. Could Aleister Black be the kryptonite for Braun Strowman when he goes up to Maine? feud to be epic. Aleister Black could be legit the
1: next huge star. Could be. like I really, I really believe that. The guy seems to have so much... Legitimacy and mystique. Like, it's legitimacy and mystique, being, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Alex C., do you think this Ring of Honor faction has a bit of an NWO feel about it? He says he really digs their whole presentation.
2: Well, I think pretty early on we knew what the NWO was all about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Still know what the Undisputed Era is all about, why they're in, they're in NXT. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I think there's a couple of differences. I mean, the, you know, the obvious parallel there is the invasion aspect of things, and I, and I get that. I think that's good. Unless they start taking from the established roster, which they might with Roddy, um, then the parallels get sort of less and less. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. We'll see. You know, I, I, I sort of go back to Bobby Roode. You know, like he had his mission statement, which they never really referenced again.
2: Well, I mean, in in terms of the specifics, no. But he would continually say, this is my NXT now. Yeah, I know. Refashion NXT in my image.
1: But he had kind of a detailed version of what he thought that should be that he never
2: really went back to. Well, uh, unless they start planting people in the audience and not sell those tickets, that's the only way that would have happened. If Ring of Honor's thing,
1: if if Wing of Honor, Undisputed Era, if their thing is to just get themselves over, then then, then there are more parallels in the NWO there, you know? I mean, everybody, it seems to be, I, I don't want them to start overusing the idea of, this is my NXT. Yeah. Because Bobby Roode already said that and didn't really play out that mm-hmm. much. Oscar kind of used to reference that kind of thing. Yeah. Too many people say, it's my
2: NXT. Can't be everybody's. No. Steel City Champion, Benny, Benny Yinzer. Uh, Do you think we will ever see the UK guys go for the NXT championship or the tag team championships? I would like that. I would love
1: that. I would absolutely love that. I, you know, after seeing what they're doing with them right now, I would, you know, there's some motivation for them to be in NXT, so I would love to see them remain in NXT.
2: is your phone making all this noise?
1: Oh, my phone. Is it you? your iPad? Oh, it's probably the iPad, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, Eric, let me ask you something, ha. Hey, friendos, Power Rank, Power Rank, pop Rank, Power Rank. Pop 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 pop. Power pop, rank pop, pop Top pop, five rank. ways WB Creative can screw up Aleister Black when he eventually goes to Maine. For example, give him a singing gimmick. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Um,
1: number five. Five.
2: Number five is um, have him join the Wyatt family.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, have him be a henchman. Yeah. There you go. Um, number four. Number four, have him feud with Dolph Ziggler Mm. in any way, shape, or form. mm -mm. Have him interact at all with Dolph Ziggler. Three. That might be number one. Number three, um, uh, debut him and then keep him off TV. For two months. feudless with two months. Number two. Number two, um, have him be... No, actually, number one. I'm going to say number one already. I'm going to say number one is... Um have him be the one in Kurt Hawkins one Ooh, and two hundred. Yeah.
2: That would be <laughs> bad. Number two. Hmm.
1: Number two have him be the newest colonel from the KFC. As much as I would love to have Yeah, That'd be, <laughs> that'd be <bad>. great. <laughs> Uh, unsolved Mystery, uh, the Unsolved Mystery, Robert Stack. What two wrestlers, one from 205 Live and one from NXT, would you like to see in a best of seven series? Great question. Neville and uh, Pete Dunne. Yeah. Because I'm just calling Pete Dunne as part of NXT.
2: Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hamza Halal. I don't remember who said this, but is NXT, quote, just PWG but with air conditioning, or is it completely different? It is different. Um, Who said that? Who made that? Remark? I don't remember, but I've heard that too. There's differences. I mean, it, NXT they let them do more, but they don't let them do quite the crazy stuff they that they do in PWG. Yeah, NXT is still a lot more story focused than PWG is. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, no. So Pete, so okay, so we've often said that one of the um, one of the great things about WWE house shows. And I don't know if this is the same on the NXT house show circuit or not. Well, I think it so kind of, of is because I, I think when we went stuff. to
2: the, not the one we just went to here in Sacramento, but the first they one. They were looser. You're right. You're yeah. right. No, Parker you're right. No, right. Jose had a really loose, they had a comedy match.
1: They were looser.
2: PWG is that, but
1: like times 10. Yeah. Like they have serious matches. They have that stuff. But they let them do some wild, crazy stuff. And I, granted, I mean, I've been to NXT and uh, I have not been to a full sale and, uh, TV taping. Um, from what I understand, there is sort of a sense of community there, mm-hmm. you know. Or mm-hmm. there I'm not gonna say sort of, there seems to be a distinct sense of community yes. there. PWG is kind of the same, you know, in, in that respect, I know. Yeah. So I think there are parallels, you know. I can see there's there being parallels.
2: Um any more questions? Um, those are all the ones that uh, I like so have at it. All right. Um
1: We've kind of talked about this before, but Jamie Ten, considering Adam Cole's size and wrestling style, realistically, how do you think he will fare on main roster? Uh, you know what, dude? If you look at Finn Balor, you yeah, know, com- He's he's fared just fine. That's what I,
2: I was saying. Send Adam Cole to SmackDown. If mm-hmm. the rosters stay roughly the same, yeah, you don't want him time. in there.
1: You don't want him on the same roster with a bunch of monsters. No, you no, know, obviously,
2: no. Um, Nathan Ragland, seeing how WB likes to put two random superstars together these days, what WWE tag team would you like to see? He would like to see Leo Rush and Cedric Alexander oh, whoa. as a tag team. That would be Ooh, pretty awesome. Man, way too much movement. They're too fat. I don't wanna, that's way too much. No, it right. be good, though. It's too much motion on the TV. Too mu-
1: too might, good. might break. You might have put it in. you uh, got to put it in, what's that mode? True motion mode. Yes. Whatever it is. Yeah. But when you, go, you know, you can go to the... Go to Best Buy or whatever, and you see their TVs, and they're playing like a Lord of the Rings movie. It looks like it was filmed on like uh, somebody's home movie. Yeah, I can't mean, stand I that. I hate that. I can't stand that. It looks so fake. I know. I know.
2: Why would anybody want movies in like 60 frames? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I think that stuff's supposed to be better for sports. But even then, I'm so used to watching TV a certain way that even in sports, when they have that true motion stuff on, it's too it's too sharp, mm-hmm. it's too crisp, there's no blur.
1: I'm going to call TGX out here for this question because I love TGX.
2: We never really answered Nathan Ragland's question. What was his question? What two uh, superstars are you going to see tag team together?
1: Um, I'm going to say Lars Sullivan. Okay. And
2: Baron Corbin. Corbin.
1: There you go. All right, go ahead. TGX has a question here. He says, uh, well he, and he's talking about SmackDown a little bit here. He says, uh, is it just a curse of SmackDown that they can use everybody really well except for the most recent NXT call-ups? And how do they fix this? He gives some examples that kind of contradict them, Kind of contradicts himself. He says Baron was wasted until they brought Ty up. Ty finally started to be used right when they started squandering Shinsuke. Then Shinsuke broke into the main event scene right as Bobby Roode debuted, and now they're squandering him. But every example here eventually got used right.
2: Baron, I think Baron Corbin's used about as well as Baron yeah, Corbin Baron was, be used. was utilized fairly well until he got some heat backstage. And, and he he was, even now, even he's, now he's on the US title used. scene. I don't know Tied if in the ever U.S. title was, um, But yeah, that's just recently. Before that, type really was underutilized. Yeah. Um, Shinsuke was treated like a star immediately, but in terms of the actual storylines he's been involved in, they haven't been very good. They've had, they haven't even had bad storylines with him. Yeah. It's not that they treat
1: him poorly. They no. just have been bad storylines. Yeah, and then Bobby Roode has been on TV twice. Bobby will be fine. Some, some, you know, I've been thinking about that. I'm think Bobby might be better as a face anyways. Oh, I don't know, man. Here's the thing. We've never seen Bobby as a face. Well, let me ask he you. He was a face in TNA. Here's the thing. Beer money. Man, don't act like you know anything about TNA. Get out of here with that. I knew he was a face in you TNA. You just know mean. that. You didn't even know that. No, Beer I, money. No, I did know that. I mean, we haven't seen him as a face in his he current incarnation. He have long hair. Yeah. <laughs> but he you been watching the Pro Wrestling Channel on uh, Pluto TV? You nope. Know, I just know these things. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Who was the tag team partner? James Storm. Very good. I'm glad you know Come that. Come on. What uh, faction was he a part of? Beer money. Oh, that's true. Okay, I think it was fortune. Fortune. I think it was fortune. Um,
2: here is thing about Bobby Roode. Um, Bobby Roode's talented enough to make anything work.
1: Well, here is the First thing. Okay, all, well, here is the thing. When he was a heel in NXT, what exactly did he do? That was all heelistic. That was all that much as a heel.
2: Heelistic. Yeah, that's my new word. Do you like it?
1: He wasn't even that of like. I, look, you're he thinking, just, he just we love Bobby
2: Roode because he's Bobby Roode. He just insulted the NXT universe. Is pretty much it. He
1: had some really good burns on Roderick Strong he and his did. weird kid. He did. Which was amazing. But he did, he won his matches clean. Yeah, he never
2: really cheated, no. He
1: never really did anything. Was it So, screw it. Let's bring him into the face. Why not? Maybe Vince is a genius, Larson. No,
2: I, I like Bobby Roode's character in NXT. He's entertaining.
1: Okay, but he can be entertaining. He can do the exact same that's, thing.
2: That's what I just said. Is Bobby Roach talented enough that he can probably make anything work? Not probably. Well, definitely will. In fact, the first time I said it, he can make anything work. He just work. needs to be on TV. Beer money. That'd be, okay. I don't know why you keep on saying that. So anyway. It's weird when I, at the last NXT house show we went to, some people were still chanting beer money. It's like, was beer money really that over? Uh, first of all, second, James Storm's nowhere to be found in NXT these days. He was there for like a week, decided he'd rather take more money to go to I know, impact. I I know. No beer money. He's was like, my
1: paychecks were late, but they were bigger. Yeah, when they eventually came. When they eventually came. We're going to one last question here because I like this. Uh, uh, Jack Dolan, he's always chock full of good questions. Power Rank. Power Rank, the best things about your job.
2: Uh, I'm wearing uh, track pants right now, number five.
1: i I'm. Yeah, well, I'll piggyback on number five. I've got basketball shorts. And and socks We can work comfortably.
2: Exactly. Don't Uh, have to to, to wear anything.
1: Number four, specific to me, I work from home.
2: I work from home sometimes, but I'm not here. That's true. Working from home.
1: Working from home. Number three,
2: (coughs) make our own hours. Make our own hours. Yeah. I mean, we have made our own hours, and we're pretty strict about holding to those hours, but we've made our own hours. Yeah, we make our own hours. We don't have to work nine to five.
1: It always cracks me up when somebody, when I go get a haircut. And they're like, so you got the other day off today? Oh, I know. Nope. I make my own hour. And they get all so confused. I'm my own boss. What? How do you do that? That's number one. We're our own boss. Yeah. Oh. oh, no, dude. What? Number one is, ain't nobody can ever lay us off. Well, that's part of being
2: your own boss, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't, I you know. You the shot. I, I really wish you were more enthusiastic about when I said the specifics of nobody can lay us off. Cause getting laid off is the worst freaking feeling in the world. Now nobody can do that. I mean, YouTube could theoretically stop working, in which case. But still, nobody can say, hey, you're out of here. Nobody can say that. Uh, I think still near number two. We're our own boss. Well, You already said that. It's number one. We're our own boss. Oh. I don't have to deal with anybody but this guy. Oh. Um, I'm so used to dealing with him, I can go on autopilot. Beer money. There's no office politics here. None. <laughs> None. There you go. None. There's no drama. Anyways, that's it for now. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Patrons, stick around because we have a post show to get through with Correct. new people. And And uh, yeah, until next time, um,
2: we will talk to you guys. <laughs> no problem. Talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So
1: bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can